I'm Ray Suarez, and you're listening to After Kim Jong-il, America and the Two Koreas on America Abroad. The death of Kim Jong-il in December and the handover of power to his son Kim Jong-un has reverberated in the large community of North Korean defectors living in South Korea. Many of these North Korean refugees had close ties to the ruling party or military, so had access to the means of escape. But the road to their freedom was still fraught with uncertainty. They gave up everything to escape the repressive northern regime, yet they're still considered outsiders in the South. Reporter Lisa Schroeder spoke with some North Korean defectors living in Seoul to hear their insights into the recent leadership change and their future hopes for the country they left behind. Park Chung-sik could be a typical Korean businessman in his crisp press suit and tie, chic black frame glasses, and hair quaffed into stylish spikes. The 28-year-old easily blends into the crowds of well-dressed here in the South Korean capital of Seoul. But Mr. Park's slight stature and subtle wariness in his eyes show that something is a little bit off for someone of his age. For most Koreans, the mindset is uniformity, being part of the group and adherence to these norms. Anything different is hard to accept here. So when Park tells of his plight of escaping North Korea at age 14, he knows that blending into South Korean society seamlessly can only be just a facade. I defected from North Korea on January 13th in 1997. Some of the main reasons were that North Korea started suffering from food shortages and financial difficulties in 1994. Many people perished from famine after that time, and more than 2 million people fled to China due to those food shortages. Park says that he had to drop out of school at age 12 in order to work to get enough food for himself and his younger sister, his only family. His mother died when he was five after the birth of his sister, and his father died from a leg injury just two years later. My father used to be a military officer. One day, a friend of his came and took my sister and me to the border between China and North Korea. It took 15 days by train. We were able to get to the border because my father's friend, who was also a military officer, helped us. When my father's friend helped us cross the border, there were no soldiers. Given the situation, I guess he used his connections. Park didn't know anyone in China, but sought and received help from many of the ethnic Koreans that live in the area of northern China, which straddles the border between the two countries. After living in China for about three years and nine months, I received help from people, private organizations, and humanitarian activists. I also wrote my memoirs. With the royalties from my book, I was able to take a plane to South Korea with a forged passport. Here in the South, Park was able to graduate from high school, and after a brief sojourn in Japan for college, he returned to Seoul just last year. Mr. Park now works alongside the 300-some other North Korean defectors at North Korea Intellectual Solidarity, a refugee NGO and rights group known as NKIS. It's a fairly young group now heading into its fourth year. As we've seen after Kim Jong-il's death, the South Korean government is trying to obtain information on North Korea on a large scale. But we can't judge the current situation by a video clip or two. I believe that's what I can do as a North Korean defector. In fact, South Koreans cannot do it. There's no one who can do it except us. There are an estimated 24,000 North Korean defectors living in the South. Many of them work at NGOs like NKIS or other groups working towards greater freedom and accessibility to information about the mostly reclusive North. 
North Korea tends to overstate its achievements. It's not that it just lies about something it didn't accomplish. Also, when things are not helpful, they just abandon them and make a small accomplishment huge. So when you look at North Korea through its newspapers, it seems like a great place to live. That's Hyunin A, the vice director of NKIS. She declined to tell her story of defection, but described what happens when one does defect. It's very dangerous. You need to risk everything you have, even your life. That's because once you get caught trying to go to South Korea, you can expect to go to a concentration camp. The defectors now living here in the South say that the recent regime handover from the late Kim Jong-il to his son, Kim Jong-un, could bring the possibility of a different rule to North Korea. Whenever there is a change in political power, people expect changes. So many want to see changes now. I believe that North Korea should bring changes because Kim Jong-un is a new figure. The system must be different than those under Kim Il-sung and Kim Jong-il. Therefore, Kim Jong-un should reform the system and open the country to foreign engagements. However, some are more hesitant in their views. Chris Green is the manager of international affairs at Daily NK, an online news source about North Korea. They have several defectors on staff who get information through undisclosed clandestine networks. In the short term, I think the, the regime would prefer that nothing happen because at the moment they're, they're emphasizing in the propaganda that we should follow Kim Jong-il's last instructions and we should finish the work of Kim Jong-il and complete the revolution to the end and whatever, which all of which emphasizes the fact that you shouldn't change. So in the short term, it seems likely that they won't change. And it seems likely that during that period, in order to ensure stability in North Korea, China would not even bother to suggest that they do change. China also appears to be cooperating with North Korea. Aid groups reported that after Kim Jong-il's death, the border between China and North Korea was locked down more heavily to create the illusion that fewer people were defecting, contrary to the reality. Tim Peters is the founder of North Korean refugee aid group Helping Hands Korea. Steam is building inside North Korean society. Uh, and people are deeply disenchanted with the Kim family regime. Uh, they, they do not think that a 28-year-old uh, who had middle school in Switzerland is really going to be a capable leader of their country. So uh, I think they're seriously looking at, uh, at other alternatives. But the government itself is, uh, is doing everything possible to lock down the border to prevent that movement. I think that what Kim Jong-nam says is something that a lot of people would probably agree with. He said, I think, uh, something along the lines of you'd have to be out of your mind to actually think the third generation succession is a good idea. And I think most North Korean citizens would agree with that, and they would not necessarily want it. But they are unwilling to comment, and they are not able to organize themselves to criticize publicly, so... They just accept it on the face of it, for the time being at least. But Kim Jong-un is the de facto leader of North Korea now, and the refugees have their aspirations under his era. I hope that North Korean systems are stabilized under Kim Jong-un without outside intervention. And I also hope to see the resumption of the South-North dialogue.
Then the next thing I want to see is that North Korea reforms its systems and opens a door to the international community. The international community needs to put pressure on North Korea regarding the improvement of human rights. That's actually the only thing the international community can do. They can't force North Korea to reform the political system or construct a new leadership system because it's intervention in domestic affairs. So the international community has to raise its voice to promote human rights in North Korea and for the regime to realize democracy. But right now, Pyongyang is busy promoting Kim Jong-un as an embodiment of his grandfather, eternal president Kim Il-sung. And in April, the North is gearing up to celebrate the founding father's 100th birthday, an event that's been planned for decades. For defectors in the South, they say this event could energize North Koreans into becoming more nationalistic, something that could make it even more difficult for peace to come to the Korean Peninsula in the near and far future. For America Abroad, I'm Lisa Schroeder in Seoul.